Hi everyone, you're listening to Love Talk with Kira, where we'll talk about 50 ways to love, the do's and don'ts of dating in today's era, where we'll also discuss sex, fetishes, and going deeper. I also wanted to say thanks for joining in, all of you. Um, We've had a number of listeners lately, so I just wanted to say thank you so much. I appreciate you um, each time. Um, It's really exciting to have everyone joining in. Um, Hopefully, you're getting some inspiration, motivation um, on how to be able to communicate and um, live a happy life with your partner, you know, while dating or in in a relationship. Um, Real important. Communication is always key, right? So... Today's episode, um, I, I definitely wanted to talk about are you a giver or a receiver? Okay, that's what we're going to start off with. Are you a giver or a receiver? Now, I can see where some of you might be wondering where I'm going with this. And um, <laughs> so when I say are you a giver or a receiver, I'm asking you, um, you know, are you someone that likes to give, give, give all the time? You're you're someone, uh, you're one of the partner that is always doing for the other. Um, you get really excited about it. Um, it's a thrill of yours. Um, it's something you're very passionate about and it's something that just happens on its own. It's like you were just raised to do that. Um, or are you a receiver where you just allow the other person to give, 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 and (laughs) you just take, 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 um, and you were just kind of, you know, raised to do that also. Um, or it's just in your nature. that That's just the way that you ended up um, accepting intimacy. Um, I think that it's good to have a balance between both giving and receiving. Um, personally, I think that it's a good question for everyone to ask their partners. Um, even when you're when you're in the dating phase, you know, um, are you a giver or receiver or do you like to have a a balance between the two? Or, you know, like if I was to give you a massage, would you want to give me a massage back? Um, me personally, I love getting massages. Um, I love to give massages, but not very long ones. Just, and the reason for that is, is my hands to get tired. (laughs) So it's not really, because I don't want to give you a longer massage. You know, if I use the rest of my my other body parts and stuff like that and and get into the massage that way, then I can, you know, give the massage longer. But if I'm just using my hands and that's what you want me to use, then, you know, usually, you know, since I love men and if I'm massaging my guy, you know, I'm like usually it's hard to get in deep into their, you know, their muscle area. So, um, for a long period of time, it just, it ends up wearing out my hands and I feel like, you know, there's other body parts that could help, you know, with that and utilize them instead. And I think, you know, um, if you spoke to some massage therapists, they do the same thing. And, and that way you're not, utilizing only your hands and and you can give it longer but for men you know you seem to be a lot stronger and um you can massage for a lot longer periods of time which is really nice 
I know I always appreciate it. Um, but it's something that you want to ask your, your partner. Are you a giver or a receiver? Um, you know, find out from your partner and show them how much you love them by fulfilling their desires, uh, their needs, and their wants. You know, ask them what that means to them. What is fulfilling their desires, needs, and wants? What does that mean? And has anyone ever asked you that? Uh, actually, a lot of people haven't had that question asked to them. Um, it's always just been uh, like known or they thought that it was known, but it really wasn't. And so when you're trying to fulfill someone's wants, needs, and desires, you know, you need to have that conversation um, of what they are, like what that means to that person. Um, it's very important to know and to understand um, and, and to go deeper and deeper into the conversation um, each time you know you bring it up. You're not going to get into every uh, bit of information from your partner right away. So remember that it's not um, an interview again. And we discussed that before. You don't want to go into this type of conversation in like an interview. You want it to be a natural conversation and and a passionate one. Um, you could talk about it when you're laying in bed uh, together and, you know, with some candlelights in the background and um, maybe you just had a great dinner um, and you wanted to be intimate and you had some candlelights um, on in your room and you're laying in bed together looking at each other and just enjoying each other's time and just talking for a little bit and it's good conversation and of course you know if you were dating this would be way (laughs) way um after a a lot of dates I wouldn't say to just go ahead and be laying there with somebody like that on the first date but if you did then that's your business also you know and I don't judge anyone so like I said to each is their own everyone can do and is allowed to do what they want and judgment free at the same time um this would be farther along in my opinion, than just the first date. So everyone's aware that that's what I'm talking about (laughs) when I'm discussing this particular scenario. Um, So you're laying in bed together and you're facing one another and you have this amazing contact and you're wearing something sexy or not wearing anything at all if that's what's sexy. You know, um, both of you, whatever, you know, works for for each of you. Um, Or maybe you are wearing something and... That's something that your partner decides is is what they would like for you to do. They want you to not wear something to bed. They love that. They think it's sexy for you to just, you know, to not have any clothing on. Um, you know, or they love to see you in something, uh, you know, some type of lingerie. And they like to take that off of you. Whether it be male or female, or female to female, or male to male. Um, you know, um... These are types of conversations that you can have with one another to understand, you know, like what their wants are, um, what their sexual desires are. Um, that way, you know, and really be able to receive it um, mentally also. So that's a good point as well. A lot of people uh, were raised to not talk about stuff like this. And I mentioned this before in a previous podcast. And 
Um, it can be very challenging sometimes when you first bring this type of information up to another person, uh, a partner of yours, regardless of how many dates you've been on or if you're in a relationship. It's just something that they they feel uneasy about. And um, until you, you know, have the conversation enough times, you know, you have to be aware that, it, it you know, they might shy away from it a little bit. Um, but know that that's okay. And, you know, don't stop having the conversation, um, but just ease into the conversation. And then if you notice that they're becoming a little shy, and you can say that, say, you know, I notice you're becoming a little shy, you know, we can talk about something else, but I just want you to know that I really, you know, I love, I love it when you're wearing this beautiful lingerie that you have on, and I love taking it off of you. It's just, you know, it, it, so sexy like it turns me on to such a high degree and um like that's what I really love I love doing that um and I get this mental picture of myself doing it and you know and go from there and just goes from there so you can use your imaginations (laughs) okay use your imaginations and go from there on that um pick out your own scenario Discuss what you like, what your needs are, what your wants are. Um, remember that needs and wants are different. Uh, they're definitely different. Needs are what you need. Like It's almost like if you were uh, going shopping, okay? Um, you're going shopping for a good analogy. You're going shopping for a, a winter ball, well, you're going to need, if you're a woman, you're going to need a dress, you know, or an outfit of some type, um, a formal outfit for a woman and a man, right? You're going to need this. You're going to need some shoes. You're going to need your hair done, your nails done. Um, there's specific things you, you're going to need. Wants would be, oh, I want like, you know, your princess carriage to come pick you up and take you to the winter ball, right? So you don't need to have the the princess carriage come pick you up, but you want to have a princess carriage come pick you up. So that's something that you would explain as a want. Um, your desires, your devotions, um, these are all different on their own. You want to discuss these with your partner and find out, you know, what it is that they want, need, um, and desire. Um, remember that they are different. Um, and, and take the time to, you know, go over each one and and each time you, you know, you go out, it could be, you know, once a month or once a week or, or, you know, however, long it takes you guys to be able to um be in contact with each other because everyone has different schedules and everything and families and all that good stuff and sometimes it takes some time to be able to get to this point with each other so you know just remember to have some type of conversation and then remember what their answers are you know be there in that moment with one another make that eye contact and make sure you know that you do remember what they said and that way the next time you both are together you can show them that you were listening by performing one of their needs or 
or wants, you know, show them. Um, I know men will show a woman, you know, um, their love uh, faster than they will by saying they love you. So uh, us women will say we love you. (laughs) We'll show you we love you also, but we'll say it. And we're usually, you know, um, the first to really feel that love. Um, (laughs) So we like to hear a man say, I love you. You know, just the, the fact that a man says, I love you is just the most, one of the most amazing, um, feelings and the most amazing words that come out of their mouth. The thing of it is, is men can say they love you and then show you that they don't. So when that happens, women, what they're doing there is they are, um, saying, what you want to hear and then showing you that they are lying. (laughs) So men, you understand that actions speak louder than words. We understand that as women also. And women, our words are, you know, are very important to men also. So if we say our actions are as well. So, um, Men will always look at actions also, but they also want to hear what you have to say. Um, they want to hear what you have to say first, and then they'll watch your actions. Um, men usually will show you how they feel, and then they'll start saying it. Uh, it just is what it is. Just how everyone's wired, right? Men are wired differently than women. <laughs> That's why John Gray has men are from Mars, women are from Venus, right? And, you know, he just lives down here in San Francisco. So if anyone wants to take any of his courses, he has different courses as well. Um, You can look those up. But, you know, I read that book a long time ago. I think I was in, I think I was 17 when I read that. 16? 16, I think, when I read that book. (laughs) Um... I thought it was quite interesting, and I thought, oh, wow, that's interesting. It was great. So, anyway, make sure you know if you are a giver or a receiver. Uh, If your partner knows what that means, and if they're willing to fulfill your desires, needs, and wants, um, make sure they're showing you, not just saying it, and uh, men... You know, if you can say it, if you, if you really feel that you can say it, then, you know, just say it, say it or try it out and try it out, you know, try out, try saying it and try, try, this is a good, a good way of doing this, but say you're, you're really into this woman or, you know, partners, I should say partners. So women to women, men to men, men to women, uh, everyone. Try this in the mirror. You, One of you wants to say, you know, the, or the opposite wants to say they love you to the other. So try saying it into the mirror and practice it in the mirror at home and sit there and take a second and think about how you feel after you've said that. And look at yourself in the mirror and practice telling that other person that you love them. 
and listen to how you tell them you love them. What's your voice sound like? Is it um, you know, very calm? Is it very endearing? Is it very quick? Like, oh, I love you. You know, kind of timid, you know, or you're afraid a little bit. Or you're just saying it real quick. Or are you like, I love you. I love you. You know, I love you. You know, how, how does it sound? Um, think about the way you sound and how it makes you feel. And, and if you wanted to, you can even do a little say where you record yourself saying it and listen back to how it sounds. Because you, when you do say it, you want to make sure that you're saying it in such a manner that's very um, pleasing to the ear, pleasing to the other person, your partner. Um, you want to make sure that when you do say it, it comes across the way that you really want it to come across, which is very authentic, um, very meaningful. Uh, you, the last thing you want to do is to say it in a tone where it it um, makes the other person cringe all of a sudden. They're like, oh my gosh, did he just say I love you like that? Like, what, did, what does that mean? Like, that was weird. <laughs> I don't know how to take that. Um, was he asking me a question? I love you. Or was he saying, I love you? Or I love you? You know, or <laughs> like you don't want to say it like that. You want to, you want to be authentic and say, you know, I love you. You know, I really, truly love you. Um, you know, there's not another person that I want to have beside me for the rest of my life besides you, you know. Um just there's so many different things that you can say uh, but you want to make sure that you sound you know authentic because that's what you want the other person to hear um because it's the truth um, a lot of people make that mistake because they're nervous and if you practice it at home um in your own mirror you know or video record yourself and then play it back, then you can hear what it sounds like to the other person um, before you even send it out. So think about that. It's just, you know, little ways of helping everyone as far as, you know, communicating with their partner. Because honestly, it communication is key, like I always say. And um, you want to you want to communicate with your partner in such a manner that's very authentic and pleasing and, um, you know, just honest and from deep within and, um, you know, that's inspiring and motivating them to, you know, want to love you back. And I'm sure they do, you know, but at the same time, if it's the first time that you're saying it to someone, you want to make sure that you're saying it, um, in the best way that, that it comes out as an inspiration and not as something, um, potentially scary to the other person. Um, and then when you do say you love you to the person for the first time, you want to make sure that it's just the both of you, you know, um, that's supposed to be something special between the two of you. And then you can start saying it in front of everyone else. But, the, you know, you want to say it for the first time just in front of each other. 
Um, and then start saying it more and more often in front of everyone, you know, and share that with everyone and be like, oh my gosh, you know, I'm so in love and, you know, this person is just so wonderful and they're hardly words and that's impossible for me because, you know, I'm a writer and I can speak for hours, <laughs> you know, something is just, uh, you know, you just want to make sure that it's something special. Like I remember the first time he told me he let me we were doing this, this, and this, and it's a story that they're going to be able to tell everyone else. And especially if, you know, the relationship keeps moving forward and then you get married, um, and have kids, you know, whatever it is that you want in life, you can share the story for the rest of your lives with everyone, all your friends, everyone, or not share it if you don't want to, but you'll have that intimate moment within, you know, the two of you. And that's the most important because, um, the foundation starts between the two of you. Okay. Um, you've got to build that strong foundation and then you share that with everyone else. So make sure you don't do it in front of everyone else's kids. Everybody else is involved. And all of a sudden it's this big hyped thing. And the other person is not sure if they love you yet. And now you just embarrass them, you know, in the way you said it. And then you embarrass them in front of everyone because they're like, whoa, <laughs> like they're not ready for that. And then you did it in such a manner that they weren't accepting of it. It could possibly, um, create such a, a chaotic situation where they'll, um, They'll completely walk the other direction and, and leave you. And obviously, you know, that's not a good way to go. When you say you love you to someone for the first time, make sure it's intimate between the both of you, okay? And if you are out somewhere, fine. But just make sure you take them to the side. You're doing it face-to-face. You're making that eye contact. Um, so you don't say, I love you. Uh, when you're hugging someone for the first time and they don't see your face. Like you want to see their eyes. You want to have that moment uh, be extra special. So be able to give that moment to each other. Be able to receive that moment also. Um, Have that balance. Um, You know, practice, 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 practice. Practice in your mirror practice on your phone, do a little voice memo, um, try it out. I know that you'll have a good time doing it and you may seem like this kind of silly at first, but you know, just try it. I guarantee that once you try it and you hear yourself say it, um, you know, and make sure that it's the way that you want to, it to come out. You know, if it's not, then go ahead and Um, erase that one and start again. Um, but you know, keep practicing. And then once you do have that moment together, then it would be effortless and you're not afraid to say it either. And, um, it'll come out exactly how you want it to. And the moment will be even more magical because of it. And you can even tell them the story later and say, you know, I was so nervous, <laughs> but I wanted it to be so perfect. And, um, you know, that I took that time and I practiced because I wanted to make sure that you knew, you know, how I really felt. And it was very authentic. And um, I wanted to make sure that you heard it the exact way that I wanted it to come out. Um, and 
and just share that moment with them. And, you know, that's a deeper bond that you two can have together too. And it's so sweet and so loving. Um, so think about that. You guys, are you a, a giver or a receiver? And, um, do you have a balance? You should have a balance. Um, it doesn't have to be, you know, 100% 50, 50, of course not. Uh, Um, but at the same time, you know, have, have a balance and to a certain degree. Okay. So (laughs) think about that. Show them how much you love them by fulfilling their desires, needs, and wants. Okay. And remember the difference between, um, you know, the needs and wants. Okay. Remember that needs are what you actually um, need to have right now. Your wants are something that you can have later. Okay. But you integrate them into it. And it's like, it's like for Christmas, you, you want a certain special thing for Christmas. Okay. So you have make a wish list. So this is what I want. So you'll receive that at a later time. And who knows when that is, but you guys can, you know, surprise each other. Um, needs are something you need right now. I need nourishment. I need love. I need intimacy. Um, you know, I need, um, to be able to kiss you good night, you know, every night or, you know, it's to be able to touch you when we're sleeping, knowing that, um, you know, or to spoon with you while we're sleeping and knowing that you're okay with that. And, um, you know, you're not going to roll away and, um, become irritated with me because, you know, I wanted to spoon and because I love like caressing your body because it's so amazing <laughs> and fabulous, you know, that I just can't get enough. And it's like, oh my gosh, you know, as women, we just, we love that, you know, most of us, unless, you know, people are going through hot flashes or something, then they're like, okay, get off me. <laughs> You know, some men don't like to be touched either. And um, honestly, unless they uh, want to have sex and that's it. It is what it is. And people are, you know, have whatever feelings they have. So I'm not judging at the same time. That's another key issue. So make sure you're compatible with the person you're with so that, you know, you can have that intimacy because there's nothing worse than being with somebody that doesn't share any, you know, the intimacy level that you do. And you're like, Oh my God, (laughs) am I going to live the rest of my life like this? Like, like, am I going to lay here in bed by myself wishing that I had someone that I could give a hug to and them not get upset with me because I wanted to hug them, you know, cause that's how it comes across, um, men and women. So everyone needs to hear this. Um, it's actually a huge deal to a lot of people. Um, sleeping, and sleeping arrangements, you know, uh, figure out, you know, if somebody likes to have the fan blowing on their face or the ceiling fan on, you know, um, honestly, ceiling fans are great, but when you're being intimate, you know, it can drive people out. Um, and I'm just being dead honest. (laughs) Uh, so you might want to try turning the ceiling fans off. You know, that's something that a lot of people discuss and, um, and explain, um, some people don't know that. So try turning the ceiling fans off. You know, if you need to turn the AC on, turn the AC on. If it's cold outside and you you can open up your window, fine. If that's what you want to do, open the window so it's cooler, you know. But 
think about that. The cooler it is, um, the more you want to snuggle. You stay warm with each other's body heats, right? So, to me, personally, I can't stand sweating in bed. Like, it's disgusting. <laughs> I think, like, I would rather die a thousand deaths than to sweat while I'm sleeping. So, um, I just, I think it's disgusting. I don't want to do that. Like, if you're being intimate and you're sweaty, that's fine. But if you're just laying there sweating, like, that's gross. Like, I'll, <laughs> I would rather get up and go take a shower or turn your air conditioning on or have a fan on you or open up a window or do something. But, um, you know, you don't want to be sleeping miserable either. Um, so think about what types of conditions you'd like to sleep in and make sure you're compatible with the other person because there's also nothing worse than having one person love a fan blowing in their face and then all of a sudden the other person you know gets really stuffy and has allergies excuse me and can't sleep at all with a fan blowing at them so you these are things that people get divorced over and I'm not kidding <laughs> I am not kidding at all people will divorce the other person over sleeping conditions like this and I and I'm serious um there's nothing worse also than wanting to be with your partner but you can't because you, you can't stand the way they sleep or you you can't sleep at all because they snore so loud and they refuse to get a mouthpiece that pulls their mouth forward so that they can actually breathe and get an air through their airway because that's what they need and that's how that works. Um, a lot of people don't realize that either but it can be a very simple fix but if they don't want to then they won't um and that's something that everyone has to you know decide on their own also of course um there's other reasons that people can snore too so that's something that everyone else can you know go over with um you know or we can discuss on a different podcast also but at the same time definitely think about sleeping patterns and um you know, if you're compatible with someone, I, I personally, I can't handle snoring. Um, I didn't sleep for 11 years because I was with some people that snored. Um, it was very, very challenging. Um, I tried and tried and tried and, um, it, it was just very, it was very difficult. Uh, so, uh, you know, um, I had been with someone that tried the mouthpiece and they honestly, they didn't want to, um, to wear it. Uh, so it, it totally worked and they didn't want to wear it because of, you know, that was their decision. So, um, you know, <laughs> it is what it is. We're not together. We haven't been for a long, many years, but at the same time, I'm just explaining, uh, different circumstances that can really help someone, um, or a couple, I should say, um, you know, live in harmony <laughs> peacefully um, and be open-minded also. Um, if that is something that is the only thing that is keeping you guys apart, uh, it, you know, is the other person willing to see if they can have it corrected? Um, go see a doctor and, and check it out and see if maybe it can be resolved in another way or something or some type of surgery or something. Um, some people need breathing treatments and have different machines that they need to utilize in order to sleep. So 
I have much empathy for everyone. Like I said, um, you know, I've worked in a hospital for almost 20 years now. So, uh, I understand and I have great empathy. I've seen many things throughout my years. So the same time, it still makes sense to, you know, talk about these types of things with your partner. Um, it's part of going deeper, right? Into conversation and communicating with each other. Um, you know, and, and you don't want to say it like you need to go to the doctor and get fixed. You know, that's not something you want to say. You know, some people will say that like, what is wrong with you? Gosh, you keep snoring. Like I can't do this. You know, gosh, you, 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 you know, and just start blaming this other person and this other person starts feeling attacked and they're like, wow, you know, I thought you led me and people that love you don't act like this towards you. And then they get their feelings hurt and then it, has a ripple effect and then you know you might get some crying or some tears or um, resentment or hate or anger um, to build up and that's not what you want to do either and then you know ultimately you you end up in a divorce or uh, ended relationship so make sure that when you are communicating with your partner you do it in a calm manner and and you say you know what honey um you know I'm having a really hard time sleeping um I've been trying to figure out a way to say this, you know, hopefully it's not going to hurt your feelings, but at the same time, you know, I feel like, you know, there's, you're snoring a lot and I'm not being able to fall asleep and I don't want us to have to sleep in the other room. Um, but do you think, you know, there's any way that maybe we can go see a doctor and see if they can, you know, um, fix that situation so that you don't snore or give us some type of advice um, or call someone and see what we can do and and see how they take that because some people you know they may they may be a little uh, timid at first about their snoring or they may think that well you should just deal with it you know I'm not doing anything you know some people's egos get in the way and um, they shouldn't I'm not saying they should, but uh, they do. And, um, you know, some people think they're all right and it's their way or the highway and, you know, it is what it is. So honestly, you have to realize, you know, ask the questions, have a communication with them, do it very politely and um, with empathy too, because, you know, a lot of people that do somewhere like that, they're not sleeping well. Um, so remember that too. So you may think that, oh, they're in a deep sleep. No, they're not sleeping very well. <laughs> they're not getting much oxygen to their brains or to their organs. And so they're not, they, some people will have sleep apnea and stop breathing. So that's not a good type of sleeping. Um, so it's something that would really benefit everyone, uh, especially them. Um, so, But if you bring it to them in a certain way, you know, it, it allows for them to understand you um, and maybe be more inspired to go see someone and see what the, you can do and, and what the options are. Um, everyone's different, so make sure, you know, I don't know everyone's medical history and I'm not going to say only this will work because that's not true either. So go see a doctor and get some advice and check it out um, and go from there and at least start with the conversation, okay? If the other person doesn't take the conversation very well, they don't receive it very well, then think about how it was that you said it. 
Now, if you set it in a certain way and you know for sure, you're just like, there's no other way that I could have said it any nicer. Um, then explain that to them too and, and, and ask them and say, you know, did I say it? You know, did I, did I hurt your feelings or did I make you upset by saying that? Or, and just ask them and have that conversation and see if they'll, uh, they'll, you know, respond back. Um, it matters how they respond back. Uh, it does. So everyone remember that regardless of you're speaking to a woman or a man, it's your partner. So it does matter how they respond. Um, you don't want to, um, just be a total jerk and respond back, um, in hatred and anger and resentment because someone brought up a situation that they're having a problem with that is, you know, something that you're doing, uh, your, one of your behaviors. And it's not something that, you know, if as pertaining to snoring, it's not something that you can just alter on your own. It's like a medical situation where you need to medical advice, um, in order to resolve the issue. So that's a little bit more serious, but at the same time, see how they take it and see what they think about it and how they feel. And, you know, if you say, you know, they did studies and you bring a study, you know, you look up, uh, sleep apnea and, and snoring and studies, um, like that up and bring some paperwork to them and say, you know, I was reading up on this and this is what I saw. And I just wanted to be prepared when I talked to you about it. So, um, you know, and see what, what they say, but ask them if they're willing to do that and, you know, go from there. Um, you know, if they're really mad at you and stuff like that, then that's not a good sign. Um, also make sure when you're having discussions that you don't have this type of discussion and stuff like that, um, when they've had a really bad day, the last thing that they want to hear from their partner is that their partner has an issue with them, that especially one that they can't resolve on their own. Um, so be cognizant of that and their feelings too. And when you're choosing to bring up situations, okay, uh, that you feel that could be resolved in order for your relationship to get better. That's what it's about. Just always remember that. I just, it's always about having your relationships evolve and, um, having that, you know, communication level at a higher, uh, higher degree. Okay. And it, it a deeper level so that you can move forward. You can keep, um, enjoying one another because if you can't, you know, then obviously, you know, you're choosing the opposite, which is to end a relationship or a divorce, right? So, um, sometimes that is for the better too. So don't forget about that. Um, not everyone has to stay with everyone either. And I'm not going to be explaining that that's the only way to go either at the same time for a great relationship to evolve you have to both be on um if not the same page very similar pages as far as um communicating okay Um, and understanding one another and being allowed to share your feelings that's extremely important and being allowed to share your feelings and, and say what you're really feeling is so important because some people are so terrified to really share what they're feeling. Um, remember that it is your partner and remember when you are sharing your feelings that you're not, 
trying to share them in a manner that's very hurtful to them. So if you're going to say something um, that you have an issue with, make sure you're saying it politely. Do it in a time where you guys have scheduled, you know, um, time together. Um, not when the other person just had a hard day or they've been rushing everywhere. You're stuck in the car and they can't get out now <laughs> and you're on a long trip. Don't do that. Um, <laughs> unless that's the way you two like to talk, you know, then, you know, that's something you, you both can, you know, discuss with each other on your own. Um, I wouldn't recommend it because then there might be a long trip of silence. <laughs> okay. Um, at the same time, you know, just take that time to communicate with your partner, um, ask them, you know, what they like to, to, um, do as far as like sleeping and being intimate and having those conversations and, um, you know, share that with each other and form that deeper level of intimacy that you're craving, you know, and make that magic happen. You know, that's what it's about. (laughs) Make that magic happen. Okay. You can do it. Be intimate. Share your thoughts. Share your feelings. What are your wants and desires? And what are your needs? Share it with each other. Um, give. Sharing is giving. Um, it's also receiving. You know, the other person has to receive in order for you for you to share. They are someone is receiving, so they're receiving. Um, allow the other person to share. Also, don't uh, take over and be the only one. Uh, sharing or giving your information to allow, you know, the other person to speak. And another key point is don't cut the other person off mid sentence. (laughs) When someone asks a question and they want an answer, um, make sure that you're allowing them to finish the answer. And, and men, like if, if you, um, if you're explaining something, someone asks you a question and you give them an answer and you stop talking, that to a woman means that you're finished talking. So if they jump in right then, it's because you stopped talking. So if you have a long pause um, and you're not done talking and then they start talking and they're, you're like, well, I wasn't done talking. Well, you were because you had a long pause. <laughs> so to everyone else in the world, you were done talking. So if you're not done talking and you like to have long pauses in between your thoughts, then share that with your partner and say, you know, sometimes when I'm talking about stuff, I pause for like a minute because I'm thinking still and my thoughts aren't, you know, um, curling exactly right when I want to say it. So it's not coming out right then. So I may have a pause in between and then I'm going to finish what I'm saying. So if you're someone that does that and you need to speak up and explain to your partner that you do that and that um I'll say okay I'm finished you know go go ahead did you have anything to share um or to add to that and uh, or did you want to um you know what are your thoughts and stuff like that and then you're asking them what okay well what are your thoughts well that women then you know that they're done talking for sure <laughs> those are good little key points to um take into consideration um for me, it's frustrating when someone asks you a question and you're you're giving an answer and then they're like, 
jump into something else because they're, um, they have so many different thoughts in their mind and they're just wanting to ask a million questions. And so honestly, um, give them a moment to, um, you know, speak or all of a sudden they're speaking, trying to speak for you or finish your sentence. And I don't like that. (laughs) Um, it happens. It is what it is. I'd rather it not happen. So it's nice, uh, to talk to your partner and, and explain each other, you know, what it is you like, what you don't like, um, you know, what your needs are, uh, what your wants are. Um, are you a giver receiver? Think about that. And you know, what, what do you like to share intimately with each other? Okay. Um, go deeper, go deeper in a conversation and that communication and have that eye contact. Like I said, like if you both were laying in bed and you're having a conversation about something personal, um, you know, your wants and your desires for the other person and, um, have that open mind and, and remember to ease into it with some people. Um, because a lot of people, you know, were raised to not talk about stuff like that. So just keep that in mind. And then the next time you do it, you know, it becomes a little bit easier and they feel more comfortable. So allow them that comfort level, you know, to, to grow and to evolve, um, and, and, just become more exciting too because they know that you're building that trust with them too because you're allowing them to take their time and you're not rushing them so there's nothing worse than people rushing you into things so um okay you guys that's gonna be it for tonight so thanks for joining in with love talk with kira and um you know halloween is coming up so if you celebrate halloween um or the day of the dead you guys have a wonderful celebration and um you know be safe and i will talk to you again later okay good night or morning or day um whichever country you're in okay and we'll talk soon okay